Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Hey guys, Happy New Year. Welcome to the first episode of 2015 for the Talking Metal Podcast. I'm so glad you guys have been with us. Some of you longer than others. And uh, wow, what can I say? This is our 10th year. I'm just blown away. I mean, 10 years of Talking Metal, 2005 to 2015. Incredible, incredible. The actual 10-year anniversary will happen this summer, but, uh, you know, still, 2005 to 2015. Uh, Wow, amazing stuff. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for all the support you've shown me through the years. Today's guest, the legendary guitar player, Jason Becker. He is here with us. What an honor. Just so, so awesome that he would take some time to talk to us here on Talking Metal. I really appreciate not only his time, but his father's time, uh, because they're both here today on the podcast, and I'll explain to you why they're both here, if you don't already know, in a minute. But right now, let's get into a little... David Lee Roth, a little Jason Becker, right here on the podcast. This is It's Showtime. Yeah, 
What you just heard was It's Showtime, a song that is considered one of David Lee Roth's best. And I say that because not only is it one of the best songs on the Little Ain't Enough record, a record that David did with today's guest, Jason Becker, but it's also on that song right there, It's Showtime, is also on a great David Lee Roth compilation, greatest hits, best of, simply called David Lee Roth, the best. It has that classic shot of David looking in a mirror with a bunch of Jack Daniels on the uh, the table in front of him. And I'm not usually a big greatest hits guy or best of compilation album guy, but there's certain albums by certain artists uh, that I really do think are, are true representations of their best work. And uh, one of those is this, this compilation, David Lee Roth record, simply titled The Best. If you don't have it, and you're not, especially if you're not really familiar with David Lee Roth's work outside of Van Halen, do yourself a favor and pick it up. It's a really great compilation. And again, that song we just heard, It's Showtime, written by Jason Becker and David Lee Roth, is on uh, is on the best of David Lee Roth record. And it's also on the studio, uh, plain old studio record, A Little Ain't Enough. 
Jason is our guest here on today's show. It's a Again, just a true honor to have him on the show. We're going to get into that interview with Jason in just a second. Uh, actually, a few minutes, so stay tuned for that. Right now, let's take a quick look at the charts, the Sirius XM charts. Liquid Metal is a station. It's channel 40 on Sirius. Here's the top five currently on Liquid Metal as of January 2015. Number five, Behemoth, The Satanist, an album that ended up on my uh, top top 20 list of 2015. Cannibal Corpse, checking in with a skeletal domain at number four. Slipknot, The Gray Chapter at number three. Number two is Machine Head with Bloodstone and Diamonds. And at number one on Liquid Metal, Sirius XM Channel 40, you have Suicide Silence with You Can't Stop Me. Over on Octane, Sirius XM Channel 37, the top five is Seether, Isolate, and Medicate at number five. At number four, God Smack. And at number three, we have the In... In This Moment album, the new In This Moment, Black Widow. At number two, you have the new one by Nothing More. And at number one, Slipknot. Cool. Let's get into a little music. I think this goes back to about 2005. This is a band called Mastery.
What you just heard was a little mastery here on Talking Metal, Power Race. That's a band I think we had on the podcast, did an interview with them way, way back in the day. Let's keep the the rock going here, and then we'll get into our interview with Jason. This is a little David Lee Roth with a little Ain't Enough. The title track off of the 1991 record, A Little Ain't Enough. A Little Ain't Enough, I guess it is. The way I believe it was, was the album was called A Little Ain't Enough, and the song 
was called A Lil Ain't Enough. So, slight difference there. And great stuff. Produced by Bob Rock, David Lee Roth, Jason Becker. And that song you heard earlier in the show, also off that same record, A Little Ain't Enough. Right now, let's get into some Cacophony, a band that featured Marty Friedman, who went on to have fame with Megadeth. And, of course, Jason Becker, who is our guest on today's show. After we hear this song, we are going to hear from Jason. Now, if you don't know, Jason has ALS. He's uh, been dealing with that for a long time, and he's still with us, and he's really, he's still rocking. He's still composing music. He uh, is, uh, he's going to tell us about some stuff he's done recently, including work with Marty Friedman, and he's got an incredible story, and tragic in some ways, but but just awesome, you know, still awesome. And and he has been basically confined to a wheelchair. He can no longer speak. So what we did for this interview is communicated through his dad. So you're going to hear his dad talking to me. However, it is actually Jason talking to me. It's only his dad's voice. What Jason does is he moves his eyeballs and points to letters. His dad spells out the letters and forms the words and sentences for Jason. So basically, his dad is the communication device or or um, translator. I, I don't know what the word is. You know, he's, he's helping Jason communicate with me on the podcast. But everything you're hearing is Jason. And... It takes some patience at times. I'll, I'll be honest with you. When you're listening to this, it does take some patience for for the answers to come out. And I encourage you to stay tuned, especially if you're a fan of David Lee Roth and you want to hear all the intimate deep details of Jason's work with David Lee Roth. There's lots of great stuff here. We talk about Richie Kotzen, Marty Friedman, all sorts of great stuff. If, if you love guitar playing and you love hard rock and, and metal and all the stuff that Jason's brought, brought us through the years, you definitely want to listen to this. I may, after the fact, uh, try to transcribe it in, in you know, a, a document form and post it on the website. I don't think I'm going to have time to do that uh, when the episode debuts uh, in early January uh, this coming Tuesday. But I will hopefully have it up shortly after that, depending on how my work week goes. So on that note, let's get into Concerto by Cacophony from 1987, a band that featured Marty Friedman on guitar and the one and only Jason Becker on guitar, followed by my interview with Jason and his dad.
Hey guys, this is Mark Striegel, and we are now talking with Jason Becker through his father, Gary. Guys, welcome to the show. H-A, thank you. I am psyched to talk with you, Jason. I've been a longtime fan, and I wanted to start off by going way back to your early days and ask you, who were some of the original people that influenced you to start playing guitar? W, E, well, I, E, it, W, it, S, E, started with M, Y, D, dad, W, H, O, who, E, played, Classical guitar, A and E H E, then E Dylan, A uh, C L Clapton, H E A H E N Hendrix, B Van Halen, A and S O. So. Cool, I got you. Well, those are some some great players and a wide variety of uh, of different styles of music from those people that you you listed, which doesn't surprise me because your playing seemed to have so many different facets and uh, influences and and sounds to it. So it's not surprising that you were very open minded musically, even in the even in the beginning. I want to jump ahead to an album that you released, Jason, that is still considered a classic by so many people. And it was called Speed Metal Symphony. It was by the band you had with Marty Friedman called Cacophony. And again, just a groundbreaking album. Came out in 1987. Was released through Shrapnel Records. And I'm just wondering, so many years later, 27 years later, how do you believe the album's held up? Has it held the test of time? I T H thank I it H O holds up W E well E especially T H the G U guitar M E melodies A and N and I D E ideas. Yes. Now, this is a band, Cacophony, that Mike Varney had a hand in putting together. How how did you first meet Mike Varney? Was it the typical way of sending in the tape to Guitar Player Magazine? R I right. A N and T H E then H E C A called Marty, called him, then he called me, A and S U, suggested I G O go A J A jam W with Marty. So is it fair to say that Mike Varney kind of had the vision for Cacophony 
a, one of the first bands to ever really have two intense musician guitar players, uh, shredders, if you will, together in one band. Was that his vision? E-E, definitely. D-U, but A-L, also M-A, Marty, P-O, W, yes. Right on. A, Barney, A, L, also C, A, M, came up with the name C, Cacophony. Interesting. Very interesting. And some of those other early albums you did, let's talk about those. Perpetual Burn. Any memories you can share of recording that? going into the studio, maybe some of the other musicians on the record? I, T, it, W, A, was, S, U, such a blast, T, O, to, R, record. I, W, A, was, G, I, giving, T, uh, G, I, given. O total control wow. total A R artistic C O N T total artistic control I B uh, J just H A had F U fun D O doing E everything I wanted A and M A Marty C O co produced it A and W E we H A had F U one A T H E the D R U drum Drummer, A at AT, Atma, Anur, I N F, influenced M, me, T O, two. Excellent. And when you look back at those early records, the Perpetual Burn album, Speed Metal Symphony, Go Off, is there one that stands out and is your favorite out of the bunch or all pretty equal? H, hmm. I, H, A, have, M, O, M, moments, O, on, each, A, album, B, but, C, R, probably, M, O more M O moments O on E E perpetual burn. Okay. A. That's it. Cool. Now you mentioned Marty Friedman doing some producing on your record, but let's talk about Richie Kotzen. You were really the first guy 
to go into the studio with Richie and record with him. And this this guy, Richie Cotton, has just gone on to have such an incredible career from Mr. Big to the Winery Dogs to all his great solo records. Any memories you can share of producing his very first album way back in the late 80s? Y E yeah yeah. W E we W were A B O both B E E teenagers S O W we H A had S O so M much fun I. R E remember H E E K E kept F A R farting I N M my face S O I T H thank I T H R through M my G guitar G you, I threw my gum, I, N, is, H, A, hair, W, yes. <laughs> so, so really, I mean, farting and throwing gum and hair, I mean, it's sounding, you mentioned you guys were teenagers. It sounds like two teenagers recording a record. And uh, it's just incredible when, when you think about it, how young you guys were back in, back in those days. And uh, mo- moving moving on a, a couple years, we we see you end up in the really I, I guess the word would be coveted position of being David Lee Roth's guitar player. And I mean, back in those days, I mean, even even nowadays, two guys, Ozzy Osbourne and David Lee Roth, were the guys that always had the guitar player that was the you know up and comer, the the just great, great player. And you got that position replacing Steve Vai on an album called A Little Ain't Enough. We were listening to some of the music earlier in today's show. Let's talk a little bit about that record. It was produced by the one and only Bob Rock, who's done so many just massive big records from Metallica to Bon Jovi and so on. Any memories of being in the studio with Bob Rock that you could uh, share with us? Was he easy to work with? Was he a slave driver? W E well H E W A was E A S easy T to work with H E W A was H A happy W I with M O most E B E R most every th thing I see a came up with O F of course a at th a that t time I w a was d a l also s t r struggling with w E weak and weakness in M my hands S so T H A that 
Let's talk a little bit more about that record. You know, one of the heaviest hard rocking songs on the record is It's Showtime, which is a song you actually wrote with David Lee Roth. Um, and I wanted to ask you about that song. Was that like a completed song that you basically brought to Dave and Dave added lyrics and maybe a vocal melody? Or was that something you guys would actually sit down in a room and kind of work out with, with guitars, you know, song, coming up with the riffs and ideas together. How, how did the writing process for that specific song go with David Lee Roth? I, W, O, R, wrote, I, it, A, L, alone, F, I, first, P, H, then, H, he, E, U, put L, lyrics, A, and T, H, the, M, E, melody, S, so, U, N, F, unfortunately, N, O, not, V, E, very, R, O, M, romantic. Right. S, T, O, story. Was it a similar situation with the song Drop in the Bucket that you also wrote with him? R, I, right. S, A, same, T, H, thing. And were there other songs that you wrote with him or maybe he did with other writers that you recorded with him uh, for that record that didn't make the final cut, or are we hearing everything that was done for that record on the actual record that was released? Y E, yeah, T H E, there, W E, were, C O, couple, T H A, that E didn't make it. I T H Thank I am I might be you put the 
T-H them on M my next album. <laughs> B Excellent. U but T H E they W O N won't H A have Dave singing. Wow. Well that's that, that we'd love to hear those. That would be great. And I guess so did he actually just to clarify, there was these songs that you that you worked on with Dave that didn't make the the album, uh, but were they fully recorded? Were were did you lay them down in the studio? Did uh, Dave record vocals for them? Were they completed tracks? Are they sitting somewhere in the vaults somewhere with David Lee Roth's voice and your guitar on them? W. Y E yes O N one W A was T O totally recorded D but D A Dave S Dave's T R A track W A was J just S C R A scratched no. S C R A T C H to scratch the tracks. Okay. So Dave maybe did a vocal on it, but it wasn't anything final. Right. Still, would love to love to hear those. And it sounds like maybe we will if, if they are released on, on your next record. Uh, it would uh, it would be awesome though if those somehow came out with with Dave's vocals on them too. Um, yeah. Cool. Now, let's talk about what happened after that record. Dave went out on tour, and I know you were getting weak, and and you were you were having ALS set in. Was there any talk ever about you going out and doing the tour? A and B were if if there was were there any rehearsals for for the tour with you? Y E yes W E we W E were P L planning on C D O going on tour B but W H E when. I, I can edit this together, don't worry. When I W A was H E L P helping D A Dave A U D I audition S O some O other T L Players, F O four, T H the tour, I W A was H A having H A hard time, S T A standing, A and T 
It just says so much about your character, Jason, that here you're the guy suffering. You're the guy who's going to miss out on the tour. And yet you are trying to cheer Dave up over the whole whole matter. And uh, it's it's really incredible. And I do want to talk about the, the documentary that was done on you um, because that your attitude and personality and this this pleasant personality for somebody who obviously has had a lot of suffering, I, I find just uh, incredible and uh, admirable. But before we go there, I'm just a crazy David Lee Roth fan. So I do want to ask you one last question about the Dave era, and then we'll move on. Uh, when you were rehearsing and working with Dave, were you at one point uh, playing the old Van Halen songs with him in rehearsal? Were you doing any of the maybe solo era David Lee Roth stuff off of Edom and Smile or Skyscraper? Were those songs that you were jamming with him in the band? Y E, yeah. T H A F W A was E uh, D O N done O N on M I B. A U audition. Ah, okay. D A audition day. I R E remember C L playing Y A N Yankee Rose A and A N 
A I N A T A ain't talking A D O U about L O love H S A Y S C R skyscraper Ah, okay. H J U jump H O hot for teacher I T it W A was S U such D a blast W I was such a blast. Awesome. I wish some tapes or videos of, of those uh, auditions and rehearsals existed somewhere because I'd love to see them. Any chance that they do? Any any uh, audio or video preservation of those moments where you were playing some of those classic uh, Van Halen and David Lee Roth songs with him? Why? You in, unfortunately, in, no. Ah. B, but, I, E, I did, R E record T H R three O L old S O songs O of H I is O N on M my F O L F O U R T R Four track W H I which R O N Ron R O N W H I which which are on M my W E A W-E-B, web, site, A, and U, T, YouTube. Oh, cool. Cool. I need to check those out. Awesome. Uh, T, H, E, they, R, R, E, A, really, B, C, O, cool, A, and T, H, O, those, R W H A what M A made E Dave G E F L fly M me D down to L A. Cool, cool. Well, I know we've been spending a ton of time here talking about the the classic old days, but let's talk about some of the records and albums and recordings that you've done in more recent years. Can you tell us out of the more recent albums that you've put out, what some of your favorites are? H T H E they are a L all E are brilliant. 
action. Cool. Your old buddy. Oh, I go ahead. Ike, E, N, end of the beginning. H, higher, R, I, river of longing. Very good. Well, maybe we can play one of those for the Talking Metal listeners after we wrap up the, the interview here. Um, your old buddy, Marty Friedman, had an album out this this year, 2014, which I thought was just great. It was called Inferno, and I was just wondering if you have heard that record. Y e yeah, I l o love it. A n and u no m a Marty a n and i c o collaborated. O on one O of T H goes T S U N E S one of those tunes H O R R horror. Horrors, I, S, is, O, on, is, O, N, E, one, P, H, A, that, I, W, R, wrote, W, with, M, A, Marty. Wow, excellent. I hadn't realized that uh, you wrote a song on that record, so I'm definitely going to have to out the CD and look at the liner notes for that. That's great. It, it is a great record, and uh, Marty Friedman still out there rocking it, doing such a, a amazing work. And you started it with him way back in the day. So um, great stuff. I, I want to ask you about the documentary that was done. It's uh, really fantastic. It's called Jason Becker, Not Dead Yet. And <clears throat> one thing I got a kick out of was all the ex-girlfriends and caregivers who were romantically involved with you. And I just wanted to ask you, what makes you such a ladies' man? B E very F funny. I D yes A B E cause I am D O good L I, listener, I, E, C, A, N, can't, U, Y, A, I can't yap, S, so, M, U, no much. I got gotcha. you. I got you listening. It's a good skill. It's a good skill to have. And Jason, before we let you go, how is your health lately um are you stable are you declining in health uh how are you feeling and how do you feel you're doing health-wise i am m i m o mostly s e a stable 
I H A have N haven L O lost B very much S I N since I G O got M my T Drake I N N ninety S seven I J just H A have T two T R try N O not T two G E get S I six B E cause I W L O S lose L I little M O more little movement. Right. S little movements. Cool. Well, we wish you the best of luck and we are so psyched that you took some time out of your schedule to talk to us here on Talking Metal. And I'm embarrassed that I didn't know you were involved in writing a song on the the great Inferno record by Marty Friedman. Can you tell me once more the name of the song that you you co-wrote off the record? And maybe we can then take a listen to it right now on the podcast. H-O-R-R-O-R-S. Horrors. Oh, horrors, right? N and D O. And don't be e embarrassed a at all. Cool, yeah. It's been great talking with you. Let's get into that music right now. Little Marty Friedman and Jason Becker off of Marty Friedman's recent album called Inferno here on Talking Metal.
What you just heard was Horrors by Marty Friedman. How stupid am I that I didn't realize Jason was in, involved in that track? You know, I, I have been listening to the Inferno record a lot by Marty Friedman. I listened to it on Spotify, and, and uh, I actually did pick up the CD version, but never really flipped through the, the liner notes to read that, that he's on that track. So that was a, a bit of a surprise to me during the interview to hear that, but it's awesome. I mean, it's just amazing that, you know, this 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 guy, Jason, he's he's been dealt a tough hand, you know, and, and he's still out there doing it, composing great music and rocking us still through it all. And my hat goes off to Jason Becker, the one, the only. Great stuff, Jason. Thank you for joining us here on Talking Metal. I would like to remind you to check out Jason's website. We will have that link through today's show notes on Talking Metal. And if you want to support Talking Metal, the podcast, what I do here, you can purchase a t-shirt on TalkingMetal.com, one of our cool Talking Metal t-shirts in the merch section on our website. You can also use our Amazon links to open up your Amazon and make your purchase and, uh, you know, we get a cut back on that. You guys were great with that during the holiday season. I really appreciate all the uh, the love and support you, you gave us. Um, new sponsor is on the way, so stay tuned for that. And as always, when we do have the sponsors, please support them. Cool. Let's end with a little more Jason Becker. River the Longing. Again, by Jason Becker. This features Greg Howe on guitar along with Steve Hunter, who was also involved with the Little Ain't Enough record, if, I, if I'm if i remembering correctly, and was like a friend of Bob Ezrin's and stuff. Played on a lot of, lot of stuff. Steve Hunter, interesting guy. I actually heard an interview with him on Mitch LaFon's podcast, which is one-on-one with Mitch LaFon, a show I help Mitch produce. I do all the editing and a lot of the co-hosting. And so if you're looking for more Mark Striegel, You can definitely find me in more ways than one on One on One with Mitch LaFon, part of Talking Metal Digital, which is the family of podcasts that includes Mitch's show, uh, another show called Metal Raps, Mars Attacks with Victor Ruiz, and of course, Talking Rock and Talking Metal. Again, guys, I hope you had a great 2014, and I hope you're rocking it in 2015. I wish you all the best. Who knows what this year holds for us. Hopefully, it's all great stuff. I hope to do some exciting stuff with Talking Metal this year. I don't know what it is. I don't want to speculate what it might be, but I do believe we will see changes with Talking Metal this year as we've seen in in the years previous and let's just keep the momentum going forward and keep everything positive and rocking in 2015 i love you guys i thank you for listening
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.